Consistency is key. What the hell does that mean? Consistency of what? A key? Why do we have things locked that need opening? How does doing the same thing all the time help me change? What does this world come to? Let's talk about it. Roll the intro. Hello. 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 Exciting. Got a little discombobulated there, but all is well. Hello and welcome to Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. And, oh my goodness, whenever my hands do this, you know I'm excited, just so you know. Good grief. I, I see myself doing this, and that looks really silly. <laughs> uh, I'm interrupting my normally scheduled programming about Dr. Cashy's hierarchy of constructive eating. Wow! Because when I was thinking about how to teach all the information swimming around my noggin regarding meal patterns and nutrient timing, etc., because patterns, okay, patterns are the next step on Dr. Cashy's hierarchy of constructive eating, which we will talk about soon. The concept of consistency very invariably came up. And then subsequently I was so aroused. That's the, that's, I think that's the right word. <laughs> I was, um, I was so aroused and alarmed about the contemporary axiom consistency is key, uh, that I had to just get this out of my system. Had to get this out of my system. So there you have it. Today's episode is Dr. Cashy's Nerd Rage on Consistency is Key. Okay, so here's what you're learning. Consistency is Key is a lazy, absent-minded, impulsive, shallow, motivational meme-style answer to problems that require rational and constructive solutions. Consistency, ironically enough, is the very thing consistently perpetuating the problems you have and is therefore nonsensical as a solution slash intervention. Additionally, consistency is recognized via outcome, and problems must be solved by virtue of actions. Therefore, consistency as a tool is further substantiated as an absurd and nonsensical intervention. Lastly, to have consistency take the back burner in terms of where you place your mental energy so that you can prioritize persistence. Mm, okay? A little bit of background here. I feel like consistency is widely, even if wrongly considered, one of the most, if not the most important aspects of success. Uh, and that's, I think, why it's confused uh, as an intervention rather than an outcome. Uh, basically, yes, successful people are consistent, but being consistent and success are two different things, okay? <laughs> it annoys the ever-loving crap out of me. And this is, again, one of Dr. Cashy's classic examples of how something can be 99% right and 100% wrong. Successful people are consistent, but being consistent, like it's a one-way, it's a one-way street, all right? So first, I, I must define our terms so that we are on the same page. And in this context, consistency is defined as unchanging in nature, the same way over time. Oh, oh, does anybody else see the problem with that? I read it and I feel my stomach twisting in all sorts of pokies in my internals, all right? This is the very reason, like those other shallow, empty, motivational quotes typically leading to garbage results. Consistency is key. Uh, indeed, how can you be on the path to change your life permanently if you're also telling yourself and being told by others to be consistent? Dr. Cashy is pulled in multiple directions here and wonders if he should laugh or cry or maybe both. For it is your supreme level of internal consistency that has got you into the position that you are in and where you have found yourself with a series of problems that therefore need solving. 
Humans are, for better or worse, so-called creatures of habit, right? This means that humans are built to be consistent, the brain is wired to be consistent, and to do things on automatic pilot. It is how the brain works, and it is how the brain must work. So let's explore the problem a little bit more. Since you are wired to be consistent, then almost by default, being consistent is a passive, borderline, passenger-like droning of your human behaviors. You yearn for consistency, more specifically, internal consistency. Getting exposed to cer certain stimuli, and it starts the record player in your brain to do the predictable dance you've done a million times before. <laughs> The biggest issue, however, is when your internal consistency creates friction and conflict with reaching a goal you've set for yourself or a problem you want to solve. So your internal consistency and then your external desires. Hmm. Indeed, you are so consistent that even in the face of damning evidence, which is contrary to the ways you think and act, you continue acting consistently in ways that push you away from where you want to be rather than pulling you towards it. In that vein, is consistency really the issue at hand here? Actually, yes, it is. I suppose what I mean to ask is, is consistency the intervention? Does becoming consistent solve the problems? No, you're already consistent, <laughs> okay? Uh, do you incite the changes? Do you solve your problems by being consistent? Absolutely not, no. As you and I have already discussed, your consistent thoughts and actions literally shine the light on the mechanistic understanding of how you continuously perpetuate your problems. Hmm, okay. Being consistent means you've automated the ways you think, meaning you think less and do things, making them feel automatic. Consistency is key, appears to be a celebrated means of intervention, and I find it especially pervasive within the fitness and general health community. It's like if somebody says they hate being fat and you say, okay, be thin. <laughs> If you think that's crass, possibly rude, and makes a person look like an intellectual midget, well then you'd be right. You are providing a person with the outcome they want as the solution to their problem. For that reason, Dr. Cashy feels like it is inherently nonsensical to encourage consistency as a guideline. Indeed, I do think there is an honest conflation between a couple of ideas. Conflation meaning like it's a fancy word for things get mixed up, okay? And that's the confusion between operationalizing consistence and persistence. Indeed, consistency is the outcome. I'm losing my mind here. The whole point is to interrupt your consistency. That is how you make change. That is how you get the stuff and do the things to interrupt how you are currently being consistent. You've been consistent for so long that you've successfully removed the thinking from many of the things you do. However, after 10 million consistent duty cycles, reinforcement through these feedback loops, it may have exceeded the threshold of, a, of an acceptability of a character trait. That's a fancy way of saying, even though you've done this one thing for so long, well, now the results of whatever that thing is caught up to you, and now you want to change it. That's what that means, okay? In other words, you've accumulated enough duty cycles through your consistent thoughts and actions. You generated a result that over time kicked on your internal red flags, bing, telling yourself that the way you currently think and feel and do things is now too far off course from the mental projections of where you thought you would be. Now you have to interrupt the consistency. So what ends up happening? You stay consistent internally, and then you have futile attempts to ignore and suppress all the feedback loops of your internal consistency that you've established over 10 million duty cycles, and you start piling other crap on top of your life, right? Having been convinced by well-meaning but misguided people, which maybe you've helped 
you know, convinced you yourself of what's going on, that even more consistency is now the answer to your consistency problems were that were like, this is a consistency problem. And now the answer is to throw more consistency on top of it. Do you know what the result of this is? Do I even need to tell you? It's that there are ugly and painful, att painful attempts at regularly emulating what appear to be the behaviors you need to emulate to solve problems. And the result is feeling like you've stuffed 10 pounds of beep boop boop in a five pound bag because you have, okay? There has to be an active change by like there, ha there has been an active change, right? By plopping all this new stuff, but it's on top of all the other stuff we've already been doing. And it may appear like you're fighting fire with fire, but I hope after this short explanation, you can see how you're literally just pouring gas on it. By the addition of all this new and semi-random stuff, you increase your level of stress and overwhelm, thereby creating an even larger pull like a tractor beam onto your previously heavily reinforced behavior loops. You know what I'm talking about? You start trying to do all this new stuff, and then once your overwhelm or anxiety, or rebelliousness, or frustration gets to a point that you just throw your hands up in the air, you take a left and default back to what? Your old consistent self. This is what happens when you start interjecting things into your life instead of integrating them. You literally pile on, smother, and constrict yourself with the interjection, constriction, and restraint instead of using your permission, discipline, and competence, and persistence to integrate these new behaviors rather than interject them. Indeed, I think there is a well-meaning but misguided attempt at helping people maintain supposedly healthy behaviors that are otherwise divorced from their normal. Okay, Dr. Cashy's no translator. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Okay, they end up trying to use consistency as an intervention when it is the consistency that needs intervening. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Okay. And you intervene on that consistency by being persistent. <laughs> and you dispute, okay? You persistent in your actions to stop your vicious and consistent cycles, increase the space between stimulus and response, injecting logic and reason to influence your outcomes. So let's summarize this bit. Try to. <laughs> I'm going to try. This is, this is a rage after all, right? Going right for blind consistency robs your rational system to brain, the brain you want to build, of the opportunity to increase the space between stimulus and response so that you can inject logic and reason to influence your outcomes. Being consistent is more like being a zombie, letting your impulsive brain do the work because you've short-circuited the thinking and the acting, making it impulsive. And therefore, when faced with a dynamic circumstance, you feel violated and confused and do something that's probably dumb and sabotages you in some way. <laughs> Boiled down, you need to think critically and rationally about how stubbornly consistent ways of thinking and acting have created more problems than they have solved so that you can interrupt it. Kicking consistency to the curb and being persistent Instead, if being consistent is unchanging the same way over time, then being persistent in the context of this video is changing, acting or done in a flexible and rational way, different over time. The flavor text here is that this is done despite hardships and adversity toward a specified outcome toward an outcome. Concisely put, persistence is the continuity of your flexible beliefs and rational resilience responses. Stubbornly refuse to let dynamic situations, annoyances, frustrations, hardship, and general adversity convince you to go back to being consistent. Dr. Cashy's simpler way is that if you already know a problem you want to solve, okay, solve it by operationalizing persistence by acting flexibly and rationally when facing dynamic circumstances. This way, even in the strangest of situations, you still have a legitimate way to learn from them and come out ahead. So I say, like, check out Dr. Cashy's failure to persist video for, for more cool things related to that. Let's go over what, what we have learned here, okay? 
consistency is key. Consistency is key. It is although it is a cute bumper sticker or a motivational meme, it is lazy, absent-minded, shallow, and impulsive answer to problems that require rational and constructive solutions. Consistency is the very lubricant of self-reinforcing impulsive behaviors perpetuating the problems you want to solve. In conclusion, consistency is an outcome, and therefore its usefulness at face value must be disputed and subsequently supplanted with persistence. Actions that flexibly and rationally navigate new strange and adverse events leaving you ahead of the curve. This can also be reframed as your resilience responses over time. So if you're interested in getting good outcomes in the face of hardships and adversity, then let Dr. Cash know by sending him a message and leaving him a comment because he gets back to all of them. Mm. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out. <laughs>